Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. Fed Hi guys, welcome back to FedWork. Hi Feds. It's just us this time. Yes. Which is okay. We miss our friends, for sure. Last week was fun. It was, it was, <laughs> but it's okay. Yes. I'm excited for this episode. It's a topic that is uh, very emotional. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, this episode, as you guys know, is called Haunted by Ghosting. Um, and I'm sure maybe you guys have been ghosted or might have ghosted someone. Um, and we just wanted to talk about just the different aspects of that in general. Being ghosted, leaving doors open, leaving things unsaid, like what they can trigger Yes, that kind of thing. And it's also important to remember that ghosting, you know, I think that when we talk about it, the most common, I guess, uh, occurrence of it would be in a a romantic relationship, but it happens in friendships. It happens in, you know, potential job opportunities. It happens with family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's it's not something that's strictly about dating or, or something like that. It's actually a lot deeper than that. And I didn't realize until doing research on the topic that it's actually like psychologists have studies on this. There's, you know, there's there's a lot that goes into ghosting. And I I, I think that when we talk about it, it's kind of a casual thing. You're yeah. like, oh, I ghosted him or whatever. But you have no idea what that actually does to someone. It's traumatic. Yeah. Like what's happening on their end or how they're processing it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that could lead to other things or or it could lead to positives, of course. Right. But it's, it's negative for a while. It's yeah. emotional for a while. Yeah. No, for sure. I know someone that recently got ghosted for the first time ever. First time ever. Ever in her life. Okay. And she's in her early 30s. Um, and it was a very traumatic experience for her. And I remember her saying, like verbatim, I don't get ghosted. And it was so hard. It was an ego blow. Yeah, for her, sure. You know, you know what I mean? So she just didn't know how to take it. And she was so worried about like, what is he thinking? Why did he not respond? What is like, there were so many questions like the what ifs? Yeah, all the what ifs that it was so hard for her to process for, you know, I think it was like two weeks. She finally got her closure. But um, the minute she said, like, I never get ghosted, I knew it was going to be like a turning point for her. For sure. And I had to be like, you know, it happens to the best of us. Like people, it happens all the time. Um, and she was able to kind of flip it and look at herself on how she maneuvered in that relationship. Like, did she move too fast? Did she not speak up? Was she, you know, did they not have, you know, good communication with each other? That kind of thing. Um, or was she settling? Crossing boundaries. Exactly. A lot of different things. And she came out on the better end, but it That's was funny. like, you know, a blow to the ego at well, first. It's kind of traumatizing, right? Because you're you're left with unanswered questions. And, and for me, like, and I know for you too, we're communicators. Yeah, I'm an over You're an over communicator, <laughs> but we're communicators. So yeah. for, you know, even for me, I know that I recently ghosted someone and it was more so, I think, um, and I, I felt bad about it because normally I would just like kind of say what it was. It was just so new and like so, so new. It was like four days, literally. Yeah. But it felt like we'd been dating for a month or, or two two months with the way he was. And um, it was it wasn't even like a, my fear of how the conversation would go or anything like that. It was more so like, I didn't feel like I owed it to him and I didn't feel like there was any need to communicate further. Mm. 
And as like a form of like self-respect. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Because there were just boundaries that were getting crossed that I wasn't comfortable with and that I could see like the red flags popping up like crazy, which I know what you said. You just sent me a DM about red flags. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what did it? Red- it said something like, as you get older, like red flags aren't just red flags. They're just things you don't tolerate anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so it was kind of at that point where I was like, yeah. And I just didn't respond to his last text. Yeah. And then he sent me another text asking me what I was doing like the next week. And I just didn't respond. And I unfollowed on on Instagram. And I figured maybe he gets the hint from that. Right. Which now that we're talking about it, now that I've done more research, like, sorry, <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah. But in the moment, that's kind of what I felt was the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know when that's happened to me and we, we were chatting about it. I think it's only ha- there's only one time that I didn't get some sort of clor- like a real closure. Okay. They've always come back at some point. I feel like men do that. <laughs> what is that? They always come they back. They always come back. Always. And this, the one I wanted to. Didn't. Never did. I've oh, literally still. So they like, don't always they don't. come back. No. Okay. And he was like everything I wanted all rolled up into one gorgeous man. Of course. Man. And it was just like, bye. And I never like, got so real closure. Nowhere. Like everything was great. Things were great. And then there was like a trip. He got back from the trip and was distant. Oh, he went on a trip. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We didn't okay. go together. That would have been a dream. Um, <laughs> uh, but he went on a trip. He got back. And then things were weird, which I'm assuming. Like normally if that happens, you'd assume like, you, oh, he met someone on the trip. You right? get it. Yeah. I got that. But it was more so like, I guess it was kind of like an ego blow because I liked him so much. And we had such a good time that I was kind of like, damn. And I wanted more. Like I wanted him mm-hmm. to explain more. And that... It just wasn't what he wanted to do. Right. You know, and it took me a long time to get past that because I was like, damn, like, and I'm sure the big question that kind of hung over your head was why? Well, why? Or like, not what did I do? Because I I knew it wasn't necessarily that personal. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, you know, I knew some call outs maybe that, that happened. And so I was aware of them, but it was more so like, well, I'm not going to hear from him. Mm. You know, like once you get to that, like four days, then a week. And then two weeks, you haven't heard from him. You're like, damn, I'm really not going to hear from yeah. this guy. Yeah. And that is like, whoa. So he came back from the trip and you uh-huh. just never heard. Did you hit him up? Like, yeah, we, we, well, we texted and it was like about to be my birthday. And like a bunch of uh, like us and our mutual friends were. And he had planned originally not to go anywhere over my birthday. And okay. I was like, oh, that was cute. You know, he ended up booking something or whatever. And then when he got back, we were going like bowling or something easy with a bunch of our friends. And I invited him. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to be there. I was like, oh, okay, all right. And like the next day he sent me like a text. I responded, we hit, we're like having a conversation. And then like, it was just kind of like, okay, well, I, I guess it's done then. And mm. that was it. But like, so it wasn't as rude as a ghost maybe yeah. as it could have been, but it right. felt that way to me. Got it. And I was like, damn, like I wanted to sit in a corner and cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, hello. Like, yeah, I'm like, but I'm nice. I promise. Yeah, you're like, and I like you. Come back. Right. Come back. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. What about you? I know that we talked, you said that you had one that wasn't romantic, right? Yeah. Um, yes. So my ghosting story is actually from a friend. Um, we grew up together from like 10 years old to, man, I think like 28, 29. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We were literally best friends. Yeah. We grew up together. Um, danced together, everything. Like connected at the hip. We told each other, we told people we were cousins. Like, that's how close we yeah, were. Yeah. Our families were close. Um, and I ended up getting booked for a gig um, during 
her birthday weekend, like pre-birthday weekend. So okay. I couldn't like make it to her dinner. Yeah. Told her, you know, whatever. I'm sorry. I can't make her dinner. But like on your actual birthday, I'm ready to take you out. Like, let's go. And I just didn't hear from her. And so it's like her birthday. And I'm like, hey, you know, like it's almost your birthday. I would love to take you out still. You know, mind you, we've literally been friends since we were 10. So I'm like, right. Hello. Like we've done everything together. Yeah. Birthdays, whatever. And like, I remember her, like, I think I said something like, hey, I haven't heard from you. Are we still on? Like, your birthday's tomorrow, whatever. And she just was like, Katrina, I need some time. So, some time for what? She just needed time. I know, but I would have <laughs> been like, like <laughs> for what? And I was like, okay. And so again, I like apologize. I'm like, I'm really sorry I didn't make your pre-birthday dinner, but like more than happy to take you out, you know, on your actual birthday. Yeah. Let's go out, get the girls, whatever. And she just wasn't having it. And then I just you know, hit her after because she ended up going out on her birthday with like our friends. But not you. Not me. Went to dinner, whatever. And then I gave her a little space and I was like, hey, you know, would you like to talk? Whatever. Never responded. And we haven't talked since. That's so weird. Yeah. And so I like I kind of wish it was like a huge blow up. Well, yeah, you would have gotten something. Yeah. And I'm like, how many years have we been friends? Like we literally grew up together and um. Yeah, we just stopped talking. So how many times did you reach out with no response? So I think it was like two or three times before she said, I need time. Mm -hmm. Her birthday passed. So I like gave her some right. time and I hit her up two more times after her birthday and no response. And this was this was a handful of years ago. Yeah, I think I was like 29-ish, <clears throat> 28. And I just remember like my my friends at the time that are were older, like Jenna yeah. Lee, my friend Lizzie, I remember them telling me like, you know, when you get closer to 30, you're going to shed. Yeah. And like shed so many like people and things and just things that do not serve you. Right. And I remember at that like 29 to 30 was a huge trans transitional year for me, like personally, career wise, friendships, everything. But like that was the hardest for me because I was like, yo, she's like family. She, yeah. Like literally family. And yeah. it was to me really petty. I'm like your pre-birthday didn't like come on. Like if that and if you, you booked something, it wasn't like you were like, oh, I'm going on a date with a brand new guy. Right. Like, no, like, yeah, I was you, actually you were hosting. Working. Yeah, I was working. Um, yeah. And I feel like like I feel like where we're at in our friendship. Like if that if you were like Katrina, I can't make your birthday. I'm like, all right, girl, when are you taking me out? Let's yeah. go have some drinks. Like I wouldn't be like, I need time. No, we can't. Well, like, and that's what I was going to say. Were, maybe the, were there a couple things that led up to that? I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, no, I, I you know, I really wish. I really and so wish. it's just still like we saw nothing. each other uh, a couple years ago at a, a mutual friends thing and she like we she was fine she called me like my nickname that like I have from yeah. her growing up and yeah. I like got teary eyed because I was like turtle this is no no it's not <laughs> <laughs> no but um I got teary eyed because I was like yo this is weird like we yeah. haven't talked in years like I literally grew up with you you were like my freaking family yeah and she's just like hey like nothing but happened no, yeah and you're like hi we've been talked in a long time yeah and i'm like what like i wanted to be like what ha like hello what happened like that kind of thing yeah um but it wasn't but, the place probably like because you no, were celebrating wasn't something the place, else you know and she never reached out after that yeah and she didn't reach out and, and like we've said before friendship like any other relationship is a two-way street of so course. it's like i've been hitting you up i've apologized you know, whether to me that's petty or minute, it might have been a big deal to you. Cool. Yeah. I'll accept that. Let's talk about it. Um, but then the just like no response or like 
ghosting yeah. on her end is just, I think, is an answer in itself. Well, for sure. Yeah. And, and that's important. Like you said, when, when we got to a certain age or when you have a certain turning point in life, you know, mine was when I moved here, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. multiple times ever that, after that. I shed like a snake, apparently, because... I go through, the, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, <laughs> during those moments, though, you you don't know, you almost don't want to go backwards because you're like, well, I'm like we talked about last week, like when you're vibrating at different frequencies, you're going to right. be around people that are still in those in those areas and you don't click with them anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, for me, I wouldn't say that I ghosted any of my friends from home. It was more so like distance kind of kept us apart. It wasn't going to, you, you know, whatever. Busy. Right. But if I'm home or whatever, if they hit me up, it, we're still totally cool and it's still normal, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that those weren't like, I, I never ghosted them. Um, but I do think that a friendship ghosting would almost be worse than a, especially that level of friendship. Yeah. Because not to be like an ass, but like, you expect your relationship to, to you know, to, <laughs> to go through shit yeah, like that. In a relationship, we're going to go through, a friendship is supposed to be something that's uplifting and that there, you know, there's going to yeah. be moments, but for the most part, if I'm dealing with other things, like my friends are supposed to be holding me down. Like, right. You're supposed to be my safe space. Or call me out. Hey, Katrina, that was fucked up that you missed this or I felt some type of way. Let's Explain talk it. about it. Please don't do it again. Move forward kind of thing. Like, right. I feel like that's where we should, uh, were in yeah. our relationship at that time. Um, based on how many years we were friends. Um, so it was hard for me to process and kind of like work through. Right. And yeah, I mean, I got over There's no explanation. Yeah. And and it's no, it's no ill feelings. And you know, like if I see her, it's still love, but it, it was a very hard, um, period and transition. I'm sure. Yeah. Especially because that's like a go-to, you know, there's certain people that are just your go-tos. Right. And you know, and like I told you before, I was doing a bunch of research before the episode, just mm-hmm. reading. And when I tell you, there are so many stories of people out here, men, women, people who have ghosted, people who have been ghosted. I'm cracking up, like reading all of these stories. And so I was like, all right, well, I want to see, like, is this more men that do it? Is it more women? And I was on, I have the the thing here. So hold on a second. I was on GQ reading men's stories. Okay. And they polled men and women and it was 75.6% of women and 77.6% of men that said they've ghosted someone. Mm. This is not, you know, it, it's not, it's equal. Yeah. For the most part, it's equal. I mean, a couple more men, but we expect that. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is like, you and I don't have 10 stories of being ghosted or ghosting people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They did a poll. The average man and woman has been ghosted one to five times. 125 men and 112 women were ghosted one to five times. Interesting. Men and women were also ghosted 11 to 30 times. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. There's 14 women and 12 men that were ghosted that many times. I'm like, that's a personal problem at that point. Like at that point, you're you're doing something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think too, like ghosting or the, per- I feel like, Let's okay. Let's 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 gather the thoughts here. I think that from the time that I have been ghosted, mm-hmm. I feel like ghosting is a cover up or some type of an avoidance yes. for situations. Whether it's whether they don't want to tell you why they don't want to be around you anymore, whether it's they have another situation that they they're not ready to talk about or they feel guilty about. It's some type of avoidance where I feel like it's also somewhat of a level of immaturity where they're not 
mature enough to be like, yo, I really like you and this has been great, but I can't rock with this anymore and we got to pump the brakes. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not trying to hurt you. Move on. And But at least that's giving someone something, right? Yeah, some closure. Um, yeah. One of the quotes too was... um. Um, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's that's deep because when we talk about avoiding and immaturity and things like that, you have to also factor into that. Are these people capable of of love in the respect that we want at this age? Again, everyone's capacity is different. It's different. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so you don't go into something really knowing. Right. And that's to me one of the fearful things, like one of the things that makes me fearful about, especially meeting new people. Like yeah. if I'm dating someone that I've known for a while, you understand their capacities at at least to a certain point. Right. And you'd hope that from that, you wouldn't get ghosted because that is the worst thing ever. Yeah. But when it's someone new, that's so scary because you don't know, you don't know their maturity level yeah. in regards to that kind of thing. Or, or It is. And that scares me. It is very scary. Relationships are scary. I know. <laughs> At least in the beginning. At least in the beginning. Then yeah. it's fun. Yeah, for sure. And, you know. But I feel like that stems from not having a full sense of control in the beginning because there's a lot of unknown. Here's a question. What have you always wanted to try? Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your thirst for trying. So take this as your sign to say yes. Opt in. Go for it. Because trying is what life is all about. Try Gold Peak. That's what it is. Yes. I like control. (laughs) Alpha female. I do. And yeah, I don't know. There's something about, I guess it's like, okay, what in my past or what in your past has led us to the point where we ghosted someone or we have a fear of being ghosted, right? I don't think I've ever ghosted someone now that I'm thinking about it. You're an over-communicator, so that makes sense. Yeah, I'm an over-communicator. <laughs> I might communicate and have the last word and then yeah. block you, yeah. but I told you, but you everything I needed yeah, but, to say. But that's ghosting someone when you block them because they don't get to they don't get to follow up. But the door was already closed. The, the closure was there. In your opinion. And then it's, I mean, I guess. we. I'm just over-communicator. Saying, we've had I've all, seen, all the thorough conversations. I've seen the three paragraph messages that she sends and I agree that you've kind of put it all out there, but then oh, but you don't then, allow them mm, to re- to mm, rebuttal. Mm. Yeah, good point. Sometimes I don't. I'm and like, okay, da-da-da, block. Literally, she hit send and block at the same yeah, time. That's real. Like that's if it real. hasn't delivered yet, she might block them. Like you don't know if it's gone through. <laughs> that's, okay, that's a me, good that's, point. That's yeah, a good point, yeah. It's, a, it's its own form of ghosting because you're not giving someone that the chance to at least respond. Yeah. Or... They do respond and they, they don't respond, know. I just don't get it. Right. But I feel like then as it's already getting to that point of closure where I've said my piece and they might have said their piece and felt good at the end as well. I just might not have seen it. I am at that point, like you said, standing up for my own self-respect where I'm like, okay, this is no longer serving me. This is triggering X, Y, and Z. So here's my piece. And now this is my boundary. Right. So block. Which is... The, the timeline that you're saying right now is fair and I understand that. And yeah. I do think it's it's like you recognizing that is already growth. Mm. But we are talking about ghosting here. Yes, yeah. And so therefore, if their response is, but do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and you <laughs> and don't I ever don't respond. Are, that true. is in that fact is ghosting. ghosting. Yeah. So you you're haven't right. intentionally like 
that's cut someone p- off high and dry. But you ghost people. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. Good point. And I also feel like, I know for me, I get nervous about that happening. Like I get nervous about anyone leaving my life in mm. general. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah. But I also get nervous about being ghosted because I don't like, after it happened that one time, like I don't like that feeling. Yeah, it's and, not pretty feeling. No, and apparently, science is Sarah over here. <laughs> um, I found out that that like heartbreak and other kinds of emotional distress that you're going through is equivalent. It triggers the same thing in your brain, the same sensories of physical pain. So take a Tylenol. Or you feel heartbreak, I guess. Yeah. And to me, that's crazy. But looking back when I have been, I wish I knew that. Like I would have popped 15. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that would have been wonderful. Band-aid it back together. I need Tylenol. <laughs> Give me Tylenol. People are like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, My it's, heart it's emotional. <laughs> I'm emotionally painful. Right. But that was crazy to me because like I was like, I get it. Yeah. Like I understand that. And I don't even take medicine, but for a heartbreak, pop those pills. Yeah, that's deep. And so, you know, when you think about that, then that made me feel a little bit worse too because I was like, damn, like I made someone physically hurt. Because I know I've physically hurt. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think for me, the the fear of ghosting stems from my childhood. And it's a a little deeper than just like the friend situation or like different um, romantic relationships. So my dad was like really in and out of my life in my childhood growing up. And when he did leave, it was just like he was he just didn't come back kind of thing. There was no like explanation. There was no like goodbye. There was it was just like this is why I'll still communicate with you, but I'm not going to be here. It was a ghost. Yes. It literally was just like, okay. And so I was raised by my mom and my grandma. um, Hi, mom. We love you. Um, and so it wasn't until my like early 20s that I realized I was dating men similar to my dad and how they how what I remember him as treating my mom or like me in general um, growing up. And so I remember I dated this guy, you know, this story um, where he would kind of ghost in between the relationship. But I took it as kind of like a normal thing because he would hide it as like he was depressed and needed time like literally we would be on the phone and I'd be like hey babe see you you know next week for Thanksgiving I'm gonna go you know he's gonna fly me to go visit him and I'm gonna spend Thanksgiving with his family yeah he's like all right love you good night talk to you in the morning and then never hear from him for months or weeks or like yeah it could be two weeks it could be two two months he's like oh sorry I was depressed and he would have this whole story right and I would like believe it I would believe it and we would you know we dated for a long time but every time, like after that relationship, if I like called someone and I didn't answer, I had this like, <gasps> they're ghosting me. Oh my God. I'm not going to hear from them. Like, even if it was a friend or like yeah. my mom, I'm like, are you okay? Like, I'm like, it was, it was like traumatic. Yeah. And so I had to like work on myself and like figure out where that was stemming from and why I was being triggered. Tylenol will not help that. <laughs> <laughs> Tylenol will not. Absolutely not. No. But I remember... After, you know, being out of that situation, when I was little, I remember like sometimes my dad would call me and be like, hey, I'm gonna come pick you up tomorrow. You know, love you. See you. And then I just wouldn't see him. And then like two weeks later. dad. Yeah. And then two weeks later, my mom's like, oh, you're gonna go visit your dad kind of thing. You're like, I don't want to now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there was always this like. Uh, 
like, oh my, I'm, are you really saying what you mean? Am I going to see you? Are you going to call? Are you like that kind of thing? And then it kind of transpired and, and transferred to my early adult life. And then it wasn't until I stopped to like reevaluate. Right. And Self-work. Yeah. That I was like, yo, this is where the ghosting, the fear of ghosting stems from. It's like goes way back. Oh, it's deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. And it's, it, you know, as, as your friend and someone who, you know, who knows a lot of those stories, um, that makes perfect sense. And I also think the fact that you got there on your own mm-hmm. to figure that out and like, it wasn't me telling you or like one of your friends being like, this might be what it was. Right. Um, I think that shows a lot of personal growth and I know that's something you've been working on. So I just wanted to applaud you. Thank you. Because um, I think that to recognize those characteristics or those movements that you're doing on your own, it's important because you can fix them. And hopefully, yeah, you know, maybe now instead of blocking someone after you send them three texts, you give them 10 minutes to maybe respond. <laughs> 10 minutes is growth. I, I could do 10 minutes. 15. Maybe a day. I'll give it a day. Maybe okay. a day. I think a day is Depending fair. on the severity. Well, yeah. I mean, if you catch, if you walk in and he's sleeping with someone else, then you can block him right away. And yeah. there, there needs there, to be, that. we don't need there to do that needs again. to be no explanation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that, I think that, you know, hearing your story, there's probably a lot of people that are in a similar situation. Maybe it's not their dad. Maybe it's their mom or mm-hmm. maybe it's, you know, someone else that they're really close with. Um, and the the triggers that people have from experiences like that. Yeah. They're, they're deep and they mean something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So For like sure. if you, if you're just casually dating someone, you're like, never mind, I'm going to ghost them. Like you don't know what, experiences they've been through that that could be a huge trigger for them or that could be something really detrimental yeah and I feel like with ghosting it takes people I mean from my own personal experiences and people that I've heard that have been ghosted or or whatnot it takes them so much longer to get over that situation and heal than if someone would just be like I'm really sorry I can't do this like I'd as much as rejection really fucking sucks right at least I would know what it was and the why isn't still there. I think yeah. the why is one of the worst questions to have lingering because it sucks. And you make up scenarios in your head. Is it a me- million? And you internalize. And you're like, you- Dude, was it this? Was it that? Was it that? Was it that? Right. And it could be something totally different. Yes. That has nothing to do with you at all. Yeah. And you're over here like tripping out yeah. on your own self for no reason. For sure. Absolutely. And I think that... Um, you know, I think it's something that we've all been through and we've probably talked about for forever, but Ariana Grande came out with a song mm. after everything she's been through and it's called Ghostin'. And I think that that really maybe brought the concept or was a, <clears throat> a factor in bringing it more to life. <clears throat> Sorry, for people to understand how deep it can be, right? Yeah. So the, this, the song, if you haven't heard it, it's beautiful. It really is. But it's about one relationship that kind of leads into another and it's not like leave that person out, leave that person to rest, whether they passed away in her situation Mm. or if it's just an ex that's still lingering, it's not fair for them to still be there. You want them to get ghosted. You know, like the other Mm -hmm. person wants you to ghost the person from their past. And that's deep too, because you can say your goodbyes to someone, but you still know that they're your friend or they're still there. You can still reach them if you need to. That's how I am with all of my exes. Yeah. And, um, for the new relationship to expect you to ghost them just because they're someone you loved before. Yeah. Like that's deep too. And mm-hmm. so you don't, you know, sometimes someone might be ghosting you and it's from something you have no idea what it's from. For sure. And then there's no why still. Like it all comes back to why. Yeah. But um, that song is beautiful. And it's like my, one of my favorites from her album. 
I'm going to play it on the way home. You should. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's a great song. It's, I mean, it's mad depressing, but music's supposed it's to real. bring out, yeah, it brings it's out real. feelings. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think that that, especially for me, because like I didn't recognize maybe that I was ghosting or that I had been ghosted or whatever. I just knew the action. Mm-hmm. Um, but when that song came out, I was kind of like, ah, like, I don't know why, but it really brought to life like, that's what you just did or that's what happened to you. Right. Like, There's oh, I've title been here. For it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if I really used the term that much before that. Mm. If I told you what I used ghost for before you'd judge me. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe not. I don't know. Right. Maybe that, that song that did song, spark. It really yeah. sparked it because like real talk, like we used to say like ghost when we'd like say <laughs> instead of goodbye. I'm pretty sure we found it on like the Urban Dictionary. <clears throat> and it meant to be like, I'm out. I've definitely used ghosted before, but I don't think I've heard you. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Say it. Literally, I would be like, I ghost. Who are you? I don't know. I was, you know, in a phase. <laughs> I was in high school. You can't judge me for high school. But ghost. that to okay. me was like yeah. the turn, which I guess it kind of is like, like goodbye, you off, kind, goodbye of, yeah. kind of a thing. It's the right. same concept, I guess. Um, but to recognize that it was like something I was doing or an action I was doing mm-hmm. or got done to me. I didn't really use the term before that. Got it. It wasn't a main, maybe a mainstream word term that I used frequently. Yeah, maybe. And then it came up while we were chatting and I was like, ah, the song mm-hmm. for me. It's deep. Or just really stupid on my part. One of the two. <laughs> one of the two. I mean, I feel like I grew up using it from like high school, like oh my God, did he ghost her? Oh my God, is he ghosting you? Like it was- Yeah, a, I guess a, maybe. A term that was definitely used. Maybe I mean, it's I'm a sh- Bay Area thing. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Bay Area. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, from. my friends are probably going to listen to this back home and be like, bitch, you use the term all the time. And I'm like <laughs> not, re- not realizing it right now. But like in my head, I, I don't remember using it as like a an action. Got it. Or okay. would that be a verb? An action word is a verb? Both maybe. I think they're the same thing. Synonym. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of where for me it for sure became kind of like a not a trigger, but like I was oh wow, you like realized yeah. in that moment. Yeah, because I think that that it was such a deep thing for it's such a personal thing for mm-hmm. her to kind of put out there. And when I'm listening to it, you know how you hear a song and like in your head. Well, I'm also very strange, but in my head I see like a music video playing out of so like my life. That's like me with like music and I I can see a whole like choreography yeah. piece. Yeah. Same. But mine's not choreography. Mine's <laughs> my life. It's not lyrical? Mine's mine's a lyrical <laughs> action of myself. <laughs> Asshole. Um, no, but like, I can, so I'm listening to the song and I'm, I'm picturing, you know, I've been through a similar experience, not the same, but a very similar. And I even sent it to my ex and I was like, yo, this song is deep. Now I understand what you were feeling like. Mm, mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll listen to it because, yeah, kind of a thing. Right. Um, it, Almost like a very similar situation to, to Ariana. And so I think that's why it connected so much to me because I was like, damn. It was like eye-opening. Yeah. And yeah. like super, super, super deep. Like you don't listen to that song and not ball your eyes out. It's impossible. At least the first like six times. Okay. <laughs> by time seven, you're no kind judgment. of like. Yeah. By time seven, you're like, all right, I caught this. Okay. Okay. And now I can like listen to it all the time. I'm going to listen to it again. Please do. Yes, for sure. It's a beautiful song. Um, do you have any tips for people that have been ghosted or that are being ghosted currently? Like what would we or what would you recommend for them to do to? I mean, I think it, I think it kind of depends on like the the length, maybe um, if it's someone you're comfortable with and it's coming like some of the stories I read. It was a f- five years and he left her in Miami Stop. on her birthday. And I'm like, <gasps> 
That's a real story. Yeah, but like you've been together five years. You show up at that dude's door and you're like, bro, let's talk about it. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Like drive by. So, so, yeah, like some of those situations, like to me, it depends on your your level of comfort with the person. If it if it's brand new and it's been like a month and you like you you were feeling him, but like, OK, like just remember, it's not it's probably not you, mm-hmm. you know, rec- recognize that. Maybe something you did triggered something that's deeper to him, but it's probably not that serious, especially some of the stories were like, I told him a funny joke. He must not have found it funny because I never heard from him again. Mm. Like those types of things be like, yeah, "Yeah, you guys are just different. Like people Mm -hmm. don't mesh, you know, and and that's okay. So don't like internalize it. Yeah, don't internalize it too much. But if it's a long term situation, don't allow them to ghost you. Mm. I'm a freaking psycho. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, sir. You're not going to ghost me. We're going to talk about this. I mean, five years. I better have a ring. That, oh, okay. Well, sure. Like but, you're not you're not just ghosting me in five years, right? But what I'm saying is, he left you in Miami. That's not going to be the last thing that you guys do after five years. Like you're going to show up and you're going to talk to him, or you're going to try. Like, yeah, you're going to you know fight for your relationship. Yeah, and not even that you listen. If a man left me in a in a city, like there's no fighting. Like the relationship's over. But I want to know why you did it. Like, for me, I deserve that. Oh, I not, see what you're saying. I don't want to say I, I deserve. Like, yeah. I'm not using that word. I don't. I just don't think that that word is a word that I want to use. <laughs> so instead. <laughs> but why? Why can't we not? Why can we no, my not friend, use deserve? My friend Marcus and I were having a really, a really deep, like, deep conversation about the word deserve. And he's like, why does, and I don't want to, like, misquote him, but it's, it's basically, why do I deserve that over someone else? Mm. Why do I deserve anything? Like, if it's going to happen, that's what's on my path to happen, not I deserve it. And I really liked when he brought that to my head. I was like, that's true. Like, does a child not like doesn't every child in that sense deserve to be able to to, you know, to have anything else? But some people don't. Some people do. And yeah. why do why do they deserve it more? Like who decided that they deserved it more? Right. So like the word is just one of those. Got it. Yeah. And I, I liked that. I like that perspective. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm trying not to use it. So instead of deserve. What word would I use in this case? <laughs> I would say that um, I feel like the respect level between us should be significant enough that you're able to give me the closure that I that mm. I feel like I could move on with my life after having. Yeah. Like if 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 you're not giving me closure after five years, I don't want to feel like I wasted five years with someone who's who doesn't care about me. You know, this could have been the final straw that broke the camel's back, mm-hmm. the nail in the coffin. Yep. All those things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so in that case, like I can respect it. Like, that's fine. You're not my forever. Mm-hmm. Cool. There's probably someone hotter than you anyways. But tell me, you know, like just act like, act like you cared about me for five years, please. Right. You right. know? Yeah. That's, you know, that's what I think. about that. Yeah, I agree. Also, if it happens to you 30 times, like it happened to these 12 people in this study, like maybe internalize it. Like maybe at that point be like, all right, like what the fuck am I doing wrong? I mean, if it's happening to you 30 times, yes. Let's let's yeah. look on the inside yeah. and figure out what changes we need to do or what we need to tweak. Or what are you attracting? Like, yes. are you attracting? Oh, yeah. What energy are you putting out to attract? Oh, hello. This is a dragon drink, by the way. Oh, in case go. you guys were wondering about the dragon drink from Starbucks. Um, Yes. What energy are we putting out to attract people to ghost you every single time? Yeah. Like that's deep. Like, you know, the energy that we put out, I feel like is is really big and we literally attract what we're seeking yeah. subconsciously. 
So if you have been ghosted 30 to 100 times, then I one, would not be okay. Well, also, why are you going on 100 dates and none of them panned out and you got ghosted on everyone? Yeah. That's a third of your year. I did fast math. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, for sure. I will say if it's like, you know, different situations, one here and there, whatever, right. let's not internalize it. Let's accept it because, Agreed. you know, a no is still a blessing in disguise. Like Ooh. something is, you like that one? Bars. You like that? Bars. So a no is still a blessing in disguise. And it could be because something better is coming along or you're being protected from something. But if it's continuously happening to you and you're attracting the same type of person, then let's internalize that and and fix from the inside. Let's sage, let's Reiki, let's figure out Palo your Santo. chakras. Yes, all let's, of that. Let's Sound do baths, it. crystals, shape house. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Pilates, <laughs> yoga, <laughs> whatever it is. Reformer. Let's, let's all get of you. It. Let's get you Hiking. reset because some some stuff is off. Yeah. Yes. Let's just get. Realigned. Realigned. Absolutely. Realign yourself. And sure. there's nothing wrong with that. People need it. And I feel it's, like we need it more in our 30s because, girl, I didn't do that stuff in my 20s. Absolutely. I think self-check-ins are so important. I did one the other day when I was in Palm Springs and I just kind of like sat and like checked in with myself. Like, what, what have I been dealing? Do I feel balanced or not? Am I being triggered? Did I react to a situation, you know, the best way I could have? Those kind of things. So Did the earthquakes shake me up too much that I need to get realigned? Facts. Honestly, I think that's what started. I was feeling frazzled ever since the earthquake, my week in Palm Springs. My house is still, sh- like, my body is still shaking. <laughs> like, it, I woke up to one at 6.11 this morning. Like, come on, bro. We get it. Yeah. If you if you don't live in LA, we had a, a 7.1 last week. And a 6.4 and a 5 point something. And then another, like, a 3 point something. Yeah. There's been, there's been a 4.9 this morning. <clears throat> we're far from it, but we're experiencing, you know, we're experiencing residuals. it and yeah. aftershocks as yeah. well. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, I'd rather be here than there. Right. Because they're at the epicenter. I'm cool on an epicenter. Facts. I'd rather ride, ride the wave over here instead. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yes. Well, I would like our feds to maybe let us know any of their ghosting stories. Yes. Or times that they have ghosted someone or how they dealt with being ghosted. You know, let us know. Send us DMs. We'll do a... Um, a poll. A poll. There's a poll, but there's not a poll. We'll do like the one where you can ask questions or whatever. Just yeah. send... Our, we'll ask the question. You send your response. Yes. Because I'm super interested in... I mean, I read them for, you know, an hour today and they were crazy. So I want to see what you guys have to say. For sure. And then maybe we can like address some of them and like put our perspective on how we would have handled it or how we would have reacted for sure. So, yeah, for sure. Or if we have special guests on that, you know, mm. cause we have some, some big things planned. So um, running those by them would be really cool too. Absolutely. Getting, getting a different perspective. Perspective is key. Yes, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to our ghosting episode. Thanks guys. We promise we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.